from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. It's Ken LaVeca Live on ESPN 1063. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Now back to Ken and Coquel. As someone who covered the NFL for many years, let me tell you firsthand, this is just me, firsthand experience conveying to you, the fan, there is nothing more pointless than getting anywhere close to panicked about anything that takes place in minicamp. That's right, Dolphins fans. I'm talking to you. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. Don't forget, subscribe to the Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel podcast. We have it for you every single day. If you miss a single solitary second of the discussion or the nonsense or the terrible production value of this program, we have it for you in podcast form every single day, wherever you get your podcast. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel, the podcast. Subscribe to it, rate it, and get it every single day. Oh, what? that's why I can't find. I've been putting Ken Levick alive, starring Coquel. No. It's not coming up. My bad. <laughs> no, no, that would be why. It's uh, it's it's featuring. Write that down, please. Like Take notes on the it. feature Coquel with Ken Levick. No, Ken Levick alive, featuring Coquel. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa threw five interceptions oh, yesterday. My nickname should be the feature. In fact, I just want you to address me as the feature from now on. Okay, Coquel. Tua Tagovailoa threw five interceptions at minicamp yesterday. And you know what? It just needs to be left at that because it, it, it does not matter. It, it does not matter. It's one thing coming from me. It's another thing coming from former Dolphins general manager Mike Tannenbaum, though, when he joined Evan Cohen yesterday here on ESPN 106.3. Is Tua throwing five picks in a practice concerning in June? No. And, you know, to be candid and fair, we don't know what was asked of him. You know, maybe they wanted to see him push the ball down the field or – put into a tight window. You know, I remember when social media was first starting at practices and there was a DB that gave up like three touchdowns and he came to me afterwards and it was all over, you know, the internet that, you know, this player struggled. He's like, you know, I was working on a new technique today. You know, my coach wanted me to try a couple of different things and that's where you're working on skill development. Look, I'm not saying it's a good thing that he had so many, but we don't know what was asked of him. So um, that context would be really important. I mean, Thank you to Mike Tannenbaum for actually having sense and for being able to actually think like a rational human being. Thank you. We have got to stop. Every time there is one minute mistake or one thing to nitpick with Tua Tungavailoa, he of nine NFL starts, we need to stop this hysteria, this panic. Go take a Xanax. Relax. Chill out. Go kick your feet up. Go meditate. This is ridiculous. If you're going to allow yourself in minicamp with a quarterback who admitted yesterday that the plan was to go be aggressive in driving rainstorms and try and fit the ball into tight spaces because it's practice, it's minicamp, 
You're going to make yourself sick. You are going to make yourself unhealthy. Minicamp unequivocally does not matter. And if you are using yesterday and Tua's five interceptions as a reason to rip Tua, as a reason to declare him not the Dolphins franchise quarterback, as a reason to make some sort of overarching uh, opinion on what Tua is as an NFL quarterback, then you're just daft, and you're just wrong, and you also just don't get it. All right, three things. One, on behalf of the Ken Levicka Live featuring Coquel Show, we do not advise you to take prescription drugs unless prescribed by a doctor <laughs> or a medical expert. Thank you for, the, for having my back on that. Number two, as a former high school coach, Ken, we did these drills all the time to set kids up to fail. Like, we knew the result was going to be bad, but we wanted them to work on certain things. There are times when you'll... Be a DB, and you'll have them work on different techniques or a linebacker or a pass rusher or even an offensive lineman. Try it with another hand in the dirt that you're not used to. Centers, try a different way of snapping. All of a sudden, they snap five balls mm-hmm. over the quarterback's head. It's just your – that's where you work on it is practice. So not a big deal at all. Two of throwing the picks, not a big deal at all, especially in the rain working on those drills. Now come preseason, that's still happening. Okay, then then we have a, totally. a complete issue. Totally. And number three, Tua has a rig. I knew that was coming. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. So this is the interesting dichotomy with Coquel because from a, he, a longtime high school football coach down here, head coach, successful head coach uh, to an extent, uh, he, I, I knew that this was going to appeal to him because he wouldn't be able to necessarily react anti-Tua like he is, Jets Coquel, but high school coach, head football coach, what happened yesterday to him, not a big deal. I know I because just to practice is for practice. And I want to defend the player. Uh-huh. But, but anti-Tua came out, and how did it come out? Ragar. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. I mean, it's not my fault, though. Honestly, if you think about it, if you really go to your heart and think about what I'm saying, Tua has a rag arm. <laughs> you stop. Are you concerned about Tua? Is there a concern about Tua? I mean, this is an NFL-wide question because this was – uh, a lead on Sports Center last night. This was a discussion on NFL Network. Like Tua is his own brand. This isn't just the Dolphins, but this is, I mean, Jets fans, Patriots fans, where a concern about Tua would be a good thing for you. Is there concern about Tua? Five interceptions yesterday at minicamp. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Well, he's their franchise guy. They've gone all in on Tua. Mm-hmm. So they need him to be the guy. So it's not like we're talking about, hey, do you think that right guard is going to start? Like, no, you don't have, no matter how good you are everywhere else, you're not going to win unless your quarterback is the guy you need him to be. And I don't know if Tua is, Ken. He, did, he didn't look great last year. He looked okay. He didn't look great. He also played nine games. And if he's struggling now... Where's the development? Yeah, but it's a new offense. It's a new offense. It's a driving rainstorm. It's five interceptions. I, I'm with you. I'll give you that if this is happening in preseason, I'm going to have to sit here and finally convey, like, hey, I might have a little bit of concern. But I was around minicamp so much. And by the way, minicamp is just a dreadful experience. It's hot. There's guys you've never heard of. The, the, the best parts of it are, are uh, very fleetingly, you'll have the ones go against the ones in 11-on-11, and then you say, ooh, this is amazing, and it's only like three snaps, and then that's the only 
positive that you have of the entire day. There is nothing to glean from minicamp that any reporter is going to be able to tell you, that any fan is going to be able to tell you. It is evaluation, and it's largely the first chapter in several chapters of installing a game plan, and in this case, installing a new offense. Minicamp concerns, minicamp panic is pointless. There is no reason for it. Coquel, there's not another sport. Baseball, basketball, hockey, soccer, that goes through the amount of nitpicking, the amount of unpacking of practice reps that the NFL does from its reporters and from its media coverage. Like, oh, this guy's lining up at tight end, or this guy's a blocking tight end, or they're in this scheme defensively. You don't see that in any other sport, but it happens multiple times a year in football, whether it's rookie minicamp, minicamp, training camp, which lasts a month, unnecessarily four preseason games. Nothing gets scoured and poured over more from a practice standpoint than the NFL, and I think it makes fans dumber, to be honest. I don't know. I saw yesterday on Twitter that Zach Wilson completed the pass to Elijah Moore over the shoulder. Oh, my God. The Jets are back. And was that in seven-on-seven drills? Oh, no. It's just a route. No defender. (laughs) This is what I'm saying. The spin on the ball looked good. NBC Boston put out a tweet yesterday, a video of Cam Newton and Mac Jones throwing, And Cam Newton, and again, it's against no defenders, but they're working on throwing to the back corner of the end zone. Cam was off the mark. Mac Jones completed a ball that was probably behind the defender, but it got completed. And the NBC Boston Twitter account said, looks like Cam Jones has an early edge in camp over, or Mac Jones has an early edge in camp over Cam Newton. I mean, are you kidding me? I, I... how is that even like signed off on? Like, there's got to be someone in charge at NBC Boston that says that's one of that can't happen. That is so irresponsible and so ridiculous. And probably got so many clicks. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, you should have seen the replies under it. Cam's done. Mac Jones is the guy. Uh, it like I think Boston. It's so clickbaity. Wants Mac Jones. No, over Cam I know, Newton. I know, I like, know. I think there is some of that to it that they're. Just pining for Mac Jones. But to this win that happens job. everywhere, though. I mean, you're talking seven on sevens, you're talking working against air, and you're talking about working in shorts. You can't glean anything from this. That's unless why I, you're a coach. You know what? None of us dopes are evaluating anything. I can evaluate stuff. Okay, fine. Whatever. I mean, go to my film, hashtag film room 1063. Do you ever see some of those evaluations of Lamar Jackson? You ever see him? Yes. Saving Coney? Yeah. Amon Richards. Mm-hmm. Oh, all the big names around here. Who knew about them first? Oh, yeah, me. Anyway, that's not the point. Another guy who locally I knew was going to be really good right away, Jacoby Brissett. He's the backup for the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. The best thing for Tua is Jacoby Brissett is as good of a guy as they come, and he'll be cool just sitting in the shadows, not trying to make a name for himself, not trying to push his way in there, and he'll be ready to play, though, if called upon. By the way, Jacoby Brissett just threw an interception in Dolphins minicamp, according to the several reporters who all tweeted at the same time. So time to panic. Time to panic. No. The backup threw an interception. My God. Brissett's a good dude, so he probably saw Tua throwing all those picks and was like, Just right, do him a favor. Let me make the kid feel a little better. Like, look, it can happen to me, too. Here is my point. If you are going to come to a conclusion about Tua Tungavailoa over a minicamp performance I don't care if it was perfect weather 72 degrees and no wind but especially one that came in the rain when Tua afterwards said yeah 
We were trying to be aggressive today. That was the theme of the day. And we were trying to force some things to try and see how to play different coverages. If you're going to panic about that, then just mute all the Dolphins reporters or don't follow minicamp, don't read anything. And honestly, it's probably not good for your health to actually follow this football team because you're going to make yourself miserable and you do not know what coaches are seeing and what practice plans are. Okay, that's my friendly advice to you. So one of my favorite NFL reporters to follow is Jamison Hensley. He, he reports on the Ravens. Yes. Right? He just reported that the Ravens, who probably because of this type of situation that's now happening to Tua, they no longer allow reporters to mm. film Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. throwing to receivers mm-hmm. because they don't want every throw broken down like that. I, I, I don't like to do this because I am at my core – a reporter guy, a media guy. I, I was that guy who was giving minicamp play-by-play, and I look back, and I'm like, God, that must have been a miserable follow. I'm already a miserable Twitter follow. I can't imagine what it was like when I was giving minicamp play-by-play. But the Dolphins, for the for the, the sanity of Tua, for the sanity of that locker room, for the sanity of the fan base, they may have to start asking Dolphins media, who already can't report who's playing where within formations, to stop giving the actual play-by-play because or not have to report on Tua because it's becoming detrimental because again Mm. there is nothing there is nothing that you're going to glean from Tua throwing he could have thrown 15 interceptions yesterday and it doesn't matter who is it detrimental to uh, because it's constant questions for the players about something that is practice related that does not matter but it again, does not matter. It's it's a it's a consistent distraction. It's the same reason the Ravens aren't allowing the media to film Lamar Jackson. Is throws. it detrimental for the fans and the team or to Tua? Because if it's so, to Tua, we have a bigger problem. I don't think it is detrimental to Tua though. Yeah. Tua was completely even keeled about it yesterday. That's what that's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah, I should have reframed that. I, I get, you're right. You're I right. get I it for the team though. That I understand. Like we don't feel like. But I see what it. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I should have been more specific. You're right. For Tua, it's not a detriment. For the team having to constantly answer those questions, it isn't for the. The fan base, it re- and you know NFL fans. I mean, a lot of them sit on Twitter and think because they read about the NFL, they actually know the NFL. That's not the case. I don't know the NFL, and I was in the locker room every day. Ken, when I go back up to New York at times in the fall or the winter to visit my family, and being a big Jets fan, my mom's always like, why aren't you going out to the Jet game and watching it with other Jet fans at the sports bar? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want to because NFL fans are dopes. <laughs> like, I would prefer to watch it by myself in a living room. But just again, like... This has been a tough year. If you're going to get caught up over your favorite quarterback in Aquan Orange throwing five interceptions in a driving rainstorm in minicamp, go get a hobby. Go read a book. Mm-mm. Go binge watch something on Netflix. Mm. That's what Coquel prefers to do because he does not read books. Reading is for nerds. But just go do something else. Don't let yourself get bogged down. And again, the Dolphins will be best served to probably not let individual reports come out about Tua and what he's doing in practice. So what Ken's saying, if you're out there having a paid vacation for 10 days, like a pitcher, don't report on Tua. Like, don't worry about Tua. It's stress-free. Find something else to do. <laughs> don't worry about OTAs during your paid vacation. Should there be concern over Tua? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at... ESPN West Palm. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. 
This is how you get into the sports industry. It is such a wide, expansive industry. It's, it's really, honestly, not so much can I get into it. It's what path do I take? And that's what they help you sort out with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Why do I tell you about it? Because I've seen the success stories. I know how stressful it can be to want to do something so badly and not know how to make your way into that position. Well, they've got your answers in the FAU MBA Sport Management Program because the professors, the people teaching the students, are in the sports industry. This is firsthand knowledge. FAU.edu slash MBA sport. FAU.edu slash MBA sport. Sign up for fall semester classes. Get all your info at FAU.edu slash MBA sport. The FAU MBA sport management program. Is it a problem when the max contract guy on one team declares the max contract guy on the other team the best player in the world? It happened last night in Brooklyn. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.